Hey kids, I'm so excited to welcome you to the Incredible Kids Podcast. My name is Moritz Siri, and I will be your host through this incredible journey. We are going to meet many incredible kids. They are going to share with us their stories. Some of them super cool and different like you've never heard before, and some you may say are just ordinary, but all of them incredible. If you have great ideas, email me today at ikidspodcast at gmail.com. And now it's time for... It's time for the joke of the day. Yay! Today's joke is brought to you by Yassi G from Ramat Beit Shemesh, Israel. Why did the teacher wear sunglasses to school? Because her students were so bright. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't believe I'm saying this, but welcome to our first ever episode of Incredible Kids. I'm so happy we're here. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, A little bit about me. I am Orit Siri, and I will be joined by different members of my family, different friends, different former students, and I look forward to getting to know kids from all over the world. Just a quick note to moms and dads who might be playing this podcast for the kids. I started this because I personally needed things for my own children, content for them, kosher content. My goal is to give the kids something fun, something educational that will go hand in hand and something that everybody can look forward to. This podcast was designed for you to be able to chill with your kids and listen together as a family and learn something new. Let's jump into the very first topic. I believe kids are incredible. Literally, kids, you are the future of the world that we live in. And your contributions to the world, they start right now. From the time you're born until you're 10 years old, those years are called the magic decade. Those 10 years, and then of course, a couple years beyond that as well, your brain is not really fully developed yet. But in those first 10 years, till you're 10 years old, your brain is growing so quickly and you have so much that you need to get in there and your brain is super stretchy. So when you try new things, you are actually making your brain grow. You are stretching it like a muscle. For some kids, and I'd like to say all kids at different times, Sitting through the process of going to school is really, 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 really hard. It's really hard to sit and it's really hard to concentrate and I'm so tired and I'm bored and I'm hungry. But if you want that brain to stretch and you want to keep growing it, then we got to figure out a way to help us concentrate so we can stretch our brains and keep growing. I was one of those students who could not sit in school. But I wasn't one of the kids who you can tell maybe from the outside. It was more like inside of me, I just had this feeling of I can't sit. So on today's show, we are going to bring on two different guests who both know very, very well what it feels like to not be able to sit in class. And they will tell us how they are dealing with it right now. But first, what actually does it feel like when you can't sit? So you start feeling kind of Jittery. Jittery is the feeling of, I can't sit anymore. I'm kind of feeling nervous, kind of feeling anxious. Uh, Maybe you have a feeling like you need to quickly get up and move or you need to make a loud sound, but that wouldn't be appropriate for school. So we asked our listeners to answer the question in your own words. What do you do when that feeling creeps up on you in the middle of class? How do you handle it? Let's hear what our kids have to say. My name is Meira and I'm six years old. When I feel jittery, I 
breathing with my nose like I'm smelling the summer and blow out with my mouth like I'm blowing out the candle. Hi, my name is Summer and I'm 12 years old. And when I need help to be focused in my whole class, I just like doodle on the paper. My name is Leor and I'm four and a half. It was hopefully the same school. I, I play with um, my one of the toys in, in my classroom. My name is Izzy and I'm six years old. And when I feel jittery, I take a deep breath and I calm down. Hi, my name is Ahuva. I'm eight years old. And when I'm bored in class, I try thinking of relaxing and happy thoughts. Hi, my name is Gabby, and I'm eight years old. And when I feel jittery, I sit down in my chair in school and I think about for I, I think about it for a minute. Hi, my name is Miriam, and I'm six years old. And when I'm bored in class, I put my head down on my desk. Hi, my name is Ahuva, and I'm seven years old. And when it's hard for me to sit in class, I play with my fidgets. Wow, these kids are incredible. Did you hear? They came up with so many solutions, maybe on their own. Maybe someone helped them with some ideas. You know, I think I'm going to try that. If I'm sitting at a Shavar Brachos and I have to sit through a very long speech. Every mitzvah amazing does with a ganskite. Every day a new word and damning a shkofa. I'm going to think about these kids told me. Hmm, taking deep breaths, thinking about a happy thought. A lot of things in my mind. I think there's a word for that. Mindfulness. Being mindful of yourself and where you are. That's going to help you a lot, and it's going to help me too. I'm about to welcome our very first guest onto the show, but first I need to tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Yehudis. She's in fourth grade, and I had the special privilege of being her teacher when she was in kindergarten. Since then, I've been in touch with her. I've been hearing about her life. She's oodles of fun, and she struggles in this area of being able to sit in school. But she is going to share with us exactly what it feels like, exactly what helps her and what will help her because she knows it's going to be a journey. But I have no doubt that her journey is going to take her to great places. Hey, Yehudis, welcome. Thank you for having me. The name of today's episode is I Can't Sit. And it's about kids who can't sit. I picked you because you have such a fun personality. And I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. My name is Yohudis, and I'm in fourth grade. I'm nine years old, and my favorite color is blue and purple. Whoa, okay. Well, Yohudis, tell me about your hobbies. I like animals and arts and crafts, and also just spending time with my family. Cool. How would you describe your personality? Um, I'm fun. A lot of people say I'm funny. I'm energetic, and a lot of adults say they want some of my energy. <laughs> and on Purim, um, I get really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's almost perm. You excited? Yeah. What's your costume gonna be? My family keeps a surprise. I knew you were gonna say that. I would never make you break that promise, though, of not telling. Are you a daredevil? It depends. Like, I wouldn't jump out of a plane. I wouldn't okay. go skydiving. <laughs> I wouldn't go skydiving, but I wouldn't not like. So you would go on a roller coaster. Well, yeah. If it didn't go up, if it didn't go upside down. Okay. And go upside down, yeah. How do you feel about trying new things? What category? Any food. I'll try. If it's scary roller coasters, um, a hard math problem. A hard math problem. I'll try it and if i also if i really can't do it our teacher says that we can come up to her and she'll help us mm-hmm. usually we have like eight minutes that we cannot come up to her for questions mm-hmm. what does it feel like when you have to wait and you're just trying and trying one time i had that problem and so i kind of just tried to figure it out by myself and i got the answer right but I spent my whole recess. And how did that feel? Not great. But then again, when I got that answer right, I was really happy. Right. Yohodas, tell me what it's like to sit in school. So some subjects it's easy because I enjoy them, but other subjects it's harder. So my my mother bought me a little, some fidgets so I can fidget with them, but they're not like big and distracting. So I can like use my hands but not like in a mm-hmm. big way to make the whole class distracted. Good. That's so mature of you to realize that they're helpful to you, but you don't want to distract everyone else. Which fidgets do you like the best? I have a putty that like, it's not good for scr- stretching, but it's good for like squeezing. Mm-hmm. And I also have like a stretchy string. I don't stretch it the whole way. I usually just stretch a little bit. And it's also an eraser. Where do you buy them from? Target. Target. I love Target. Yohada, so tell me about the work in fourth grade. It's harder. Like second and third, you feel like like they're a connection. But fourth, you feel like you skipped a grade. Really? It got that much harder? Yeah. Yeah. On the show, we ask kids to tell us what they can do to focus when they start to feel like they have ants in their pants. You know? Get jittery, moving around. Does that ever happen to you? It does. So last year I felt like extra jittery. So my mother bought me like a wobble cushion thing. But like you blow it up. Yeah. And then there's air inside and it's not completely flat like your chair. Mm-hmm. So like you could go like back and forth or side to side. But like it's not blown up like a ball that you fall off your chair and don't distract and distract the class. This year um, it's I'm not as jittery. But if it gets harder, I'm going to bring it in. Got it. So you know you have it in case you need it, and that yeah. helped you a lot. Yeah. Cool. Do you feel like in school you have a chance to be yourself and use your special talents that you have? Yeah. At recess, I can use them most. In math, I guess so, but, like, I can't use them all the time because we're kind of in class, so. Okay. What are your talents? I can run fast, people say. I'm not the fastest, but I can beat a lot of people in a race. What would you say is the hardest thing about being in school? Probably not being able to, like, move. Like, the fidgets help, but, like, I still need to run around sometimes. If you feel that way, what do you do? Then I do get a little more fidgety, and I kind of sometimes, when I get really fidgety, doodle on my paper. Okay. Is that allowed? Yeah, you just can't, like, cover up the whole paper. (laughs) Also, when I doodle sometimes, I'll either do, like, if I'm Oh my gosh, that was going to be my next question. What do you doodle? So if I do a heart, 
I'll do like a good heart. Like I'm not gonna just do like a lazy little heart. Like if I'm actually gonna sit down and take the time to draw, mm-hmm. I'll draw like a face. Ooh. With like eyebrow, like hair. Details. Like details. My sister is the one who actually got me into drawing. Mm-hmm. And then she gave me a drawing notebook. It was graph paper. So she didn't want the graph paper. So I took it. Mm. That's why she gave it away? Yeah. Nobody. What do you do with graph paper anyways, right? Well, in math, since we're like doing like the whole regrouping thing and division, daddy, yeah. mommy, sister, brother. Is that a new thing? I never even did that before. Daddy, divide, mommy. No way. Mommy, multiply, sister, subtract, brother, bring down or bring up. How come I never learned that? I don't know. I'm going to call my fourth grade teacher. Yeah, continue. So we do a lot of that. Okay. I do each number goes in its own box. So organized. Yeah, usually I'm not. Or I was going to ask, are you an organized person? No. What's your hardest thing to organize or keep Probably organized? Probably my desk and my locker. Mostly my locker. How often do you organize them? So I won't organize them very often. My desk I organize more. And then that'll stay neat for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll stay more, but my record is two or one month. <laughs> Your record for staying neat? Yeah. Awesome. And, <laughs> and then my locker. One minute, that's really great. Two months of having a neat desk and locker? No, just my desk. Just your desk. Okay. My my locker's a wreck. (laughs) I try to keep it neat, but it doesn't really work because I'm going in and out every day. Right. And then my locker, I try to put them in neat, but like if I'm in a rush, I'll just dump them in. But I'll always make sure. So we have have what to work on. (laughs) Right. But I'll always make sure my sitter and chlamish aren't like under something. That's very special. You have a lot of respect for your sitter and your chlamish. Yeah. What's your favorite subject at school? Um, you can't say recess. <laughs> I, Besides, oh, I, don't, okay. I don't think recess is a subject. Oh, okay. What is um, it? It's a break. Right. You can't call a break a subject. Right. So it depends what we're learning. Probably my favorite subjects are Chumash and social studies. Are you part of any Sunday activities outside of school? Sports well, or? Um, last year I was in dance and this year I'm in dance. Aren't you good at gymnastics? Yeah. I'm really good at gymnastics, and my sister used to be a coach, so sometimes she teaches me. You have so many fun things to look forward to. Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be, like, on the side, a singer, but when it's not, like, my real job is to help, like, homeless people. Oh, where did that come from? When I was in Israel, and I saw a lot of homeless people. What are you going to do to help them? Find them homes, I don't know. Wow, it's beautiful. Like, run a non-for-profit organization? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Ask a grown-up, because I'm not really sure myself. <laughs> it's chesed, right? Chesed. Yeah, I guess. Helping people. One day I'll remind you you said that, mm. and it's forever on this podcast. <laughs> I think that you are truly an incredible kid, and obviously you have many years of school left. Yeah. What do you think, what is the best advice for a kid to have right now to get them excited about school? Even though school is hard and that when you're actually in class, you feel like you're getting nowhere. But then like when you look back, you see really how far you got. Is that how you feel? Yeah. Wow. What a mature way to look at it. Like in first grade, I felt like I was getting nowhere. Uh Uh-huh. Then in second grade, when I started actually learning harder stuff. Uh Uh-huh. You understood that you came a long way. Yeah. 
Wow. Kids out there, even if it's hard, still keep trying. You'll get it eventually. Wow. On a day that you're not thinking that everything is going to be good, what makes you smile? Probably thinking that I'm going to go home and that my mother's going to be there. And I could just tell her everything. Oh, so important to have a good relationship with the people that you love, right? Yep. That's beautiful. Yohores, any last thoughts? Um, I really enjoyed this interview. I see, you said exactly what I was thinking. You know that? I was thinking that when you were, let's say, what, six years old? Five, six years old in kindergarten? Kindergarten, I was... I saw you growing, you know, little I by little. I turned six. I turned six. Okay. And then each year, I got to peek in at you when you were in first grade, second grade, third grade, and now fourth grade. And I see a totally, totally different kid. You're more mature. I'm taller. You're taller. <laughs> a little bit taller, right? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> we're getting there. And wise you know smart and adorable we're gonna blink and you're gonna be in college if you want to go thank you so much Yohadis, for joining us bye thank you for having me devorah devorah what what it's time for homework <gasps> homework but I can't sit. I had such a long day at school. My hand is hurting and I can't do anything else. Okay, let's try this. Ever heard of an OT? Um, an occupational therapist? Exactly. And the job of an occupational therapist is to help children, adults, anyone who needs help with doing different activities. So in school, if a child has a hard time getting through learning in a desk or at home when it's time to sit down and do homework for maybe even over an hour, then an occupational therapist can help with ideas of what to do with those feelings of, I gotta move, I can't sit, I don't wanna do this, I can't focus. So our old neighbor, Mrs. Klein, she's an occupational therapist. I was talking to her about how hard it is for everyone to do homework after school. So she gave me some really great ideas. I'll tell you a few and you tell me what you want to try. How does that sound? I guess we could try. That's the spirit, Devorah. All right. The first thing she said is that you should have a fidget nearby. A fidget is like a little toy. Okay? Do you have any toys from Mora for prizes or anything? Like Orby, Squishies, and Slime. Orbeez, squishies, slime. They all sound awesome. Yeah. Go get one. Go. I have to run to my room. Uh, I couldn't find any. I think I left them at school. No problem. You know what I just realized? I have that fun pack. You know that stuff I got from the dollar store? Yeah. That works also really great. I'm going to get some, okay? Okay. This stuff is so fun. I know. Isn't it cool the way it squishes? Can I have a piece? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love it. Okay, this is so cool. Now should we do hummus and try again? Okay. Wait, you said you have more ideas. Oh yeah. Well, um, she said sit on a bouncy ball and that might help you concentrate. Um, she said chew gum. I could. Um, if it helps you concentrate on homework. Woohoo! But let's save them for different days. Like, some days maybe a bouncy ball to do homework. Some days we'll take maybe breaks, you know. I didn't say that one, but taking breaks. Use fidgets, you know, make it more exciting. Let's do homework! Oh yeah, what are we waiting for? Our next guest on the show, I want to tell you a little bit about why I chose her to come on. Her name is Tamar, and I know her for a very long time, and I think it's so important for 
kids to see that everybody has struggles and eventually you learn how to deal with them and you get older and you will see how all the things that might have been hard for you might actually be there to help you at the right time. Tamar had a lot of energy and she's going to talk about how today her energy makes her a very, very important person in her school and in her community. And most importantly, she's going to talk about how she learned how to be confident and proud of herself no matter what comes her way. Hi, Tamar. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I used to work in the school that Tamar goes to, and I also know Tamar's family for many, many years. So okay. when I moved to Baltimore, you were in one of the younger years of elementary school. And when I was choosing this, who I was going to bring on to interview, right away I thought of you because you were the funnest kid I ever saw. You were full of life. You had so much energy. Tell us about your... I mean, it's funny to say tell us about your childhood because you're still in high school, but tell us about your childhood. Okay. Well, I had lots of energy and I didn't always use it in the proper times. So in school, I found it very challenging to sit still, to not call out. It's very like impulsive, but I had good energy, so I needed to like use it somewhere else. So my school made other outlets for me where I could use that energy. and, And then through that, I was able to like enjoy class more and be patient and sit still. So let's go back to the when you're just transitioning to sitting in a desk and, uh, you know, and you have all this energy. Tell us about what you used to do in the hallways. Okay, so <laughs> I was very <laughs> into gymnastics um, and, like, dancing and singing. Switch schools. I came in third grade. And on the first day, I just, like, started, like, flipping down the hallways. And, like, that's how I, like, let out my energy. And Whenever I needed a break during class, I just went out and did cartwheels. That's and awesome. Handstands. And that's totally. I was very flexible, so I was like, look at my splits and everything. Oh my gosh, so, so fun. Do you feel like because you have so much energy, you are able to like contribute? You have so many more almost yes. like talents and abilities yeah. when it comes to the it's, fun parts of school? Yeah, especially when you get older, there's more opportunities for, in a few weeks, it's like our production. Yeah. And I'm a song dance head. And I'm able to like, get everyone moving and going everybody loves a good story is there any story that comes to mind when you think of you know one of your experiences that you had in elementary or middle school i actually have a very very good one i was very into to making puzzles i really enjoyed it and i was talking to a teacher about it and she also knew i was struggling struggling like with sitting still and calling out and all i think it's really cool that uh, you were even having a discussion with a teacher about your hobbies you know like it's really important kids and teachers need to have these kind of schmoozes regularly yeah exactly and i really liked the idea of having like teachers that are not just like teaching you because your students like that you can form uh-huh. a relationship with it. and it was really nice and i told her what i like to do so the school bought me a puzzle thousand pieces and we spent time me and this teacher every wow. day how long did it take every day for, for how like long? A f- like a few months it took oh my goodness we did it for like an hour a day so it took longer uh, and then and then the school decided in the summer to like frame it and hang it up. And when I came back the next year and I saw it, I was just like, what? Then I hung up my puzzle. Like, oh my God. Whoa. So they didn't tell you they were going to hang it up? I don't think so. Whoa! I just walked that. in the hallway? Yeah. Because it was hanging at the water fountain. I remember. Yeah. And I was like, who made this and gorgeous puzzle? By, and, and, I, and it had your name, didn't it? Yeah. My, I wow. In. Whoa! And everyone's like, oh my gosh, tomorrow you made that? Like... Some people were just focusing on like the fact that like I was a crazy kid in school, and people right. didn't realize they that just I kept had like, you get in trouble or not being in the classroom. And, like that I was able to actually you know take things seriously or whatever. So and, cool. And like that story of the puzzle 
and someone believing me and working hard on it just enabled me throughout the rest of my years in school to be able to sit down and focus on what I needed to do. Well, your story is so inspiring. I love that puzzle story. That's really cool. Thank you. I mean, I think kids kids could, you know, realize that their hobbies are part of them. Hobbies, talents. Yeah, it's not set aside. It's not like brain. You. It, but it's all it's part all of one the person. same person. Yeah, it's really, exactly. really important for everyone to know that. So what advice can you give to people who are right now struggling? It's so hard to sit. It's so hard to focus in school. You feel like people don't understand you. What advice could you give them that will help them, you know, when they're in school or at home, doing homework, whatever? I'll let you talk. Okay. Every kid has amazing qualities and talents. No one is, and no one doesn't have any talents. Like, everyone has something that they're good at and they enjoy. Because I'm one in a million, in a million. Try to talk to your school. And just like I got my help through different outlets during school, and that helped me be able to focus on later on. Right. So speak up. Yeah. Speak up and say don't something. Don't be afraid. And also, don't right. feel like you're alone. A lot of people right. are struggling, and people are just not so confident. If you're having trouble expressing yourself, then you could ask your parents to help you. Right. Find someone that you trust and right. feel safe around, and they can help you out. Those are all really, really important messages. And just believe in yourself. Like, believe you can do it. Because if you have, if a child has a mindset where they just feel like they're just going to fail and fail and fail. Right. If you fail, that doesn't mean you're a failure. It means so you, true. It means you failed and you can get back up and try again because that's what life's all about. Wow. Wow. Every time I fall, I get back up again. Summer! Thank you for having me. Wow. If you listened all the way till the end, good for you. I learned so much from Yehudis and Tamar. I had so much fun. And I want to let you know that we have so many exciting plans for really awesome topics coming up in the next few weeks. Are you an incredible kid? Send your story to ikidspodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe today to the Incredible Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, you are all incredible kids.